0: The movie guys love movies. Any comments about the Academy Awards' concerns over Swedish terrorism during the Oscars are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right? The head of Swedish Special Forces.
1: Now, I'm not the first to ask, but I have to know. That's
2: not really Swedish, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I
3: don't think so.
1: I don't know. Because
2: there is a singer named Bork. So. York. 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 Yeah. York. True. Yeah. Oh, you're right. But she's not Swedish. Oh, she's like, Icelandic. i uh, sure well,
3: right.
2: how <laughs> how, how, you know, how not Swedish could that be? Say, <laughs> I, those Nordics all look the same to me. You yeah. drain the ocean just a bit. They're connected. Same deal. <laughs> I
0: bet if you asked President Trump who the head of Swedish security was or told him that it was the Swedish chef, he'd go,
2: well, I know that. If you tell sure. him, he'll say it. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. I was told <laughs> it was a chef. The chef runs their country. President Grandpa. Whatever this whole thing.
3: Is. I don't know. I was watching TV last night.
2: I saw something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what hey, it is. What do you want? You tell you want me what me? it
3: was. I don't know. I saw Take something. Take it up with them.
2: And <laughs> my face. Welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys network. Wake up, limey fish. Ah. This is where movies and comedy collide, happening every week with jokes, rants, sketches, previews, special guests, bits, banter, and more as we broadcast from our studio, the Admirals Club, in the heart of Burbank Airport's Flyover Zone. This is a brand new show, and these brand new shows are offered up every week, absolutely Paul, free- I'm
1: sorry, uh, but as you noticed, uh wearing a tuxedo today, and I spent all my money. It's uh, I bought. I didn't rent. Oh, I mistake number one. one. Hager? Uh, so Hager like
2: <laughs> I'm a little light Dickies? because I just bought the tuxedo, so I don't really have money for the show no this evening. Either. Oh, you know what? Uh, that's a good point. I'll... Uh, Mm-hmm. but the show is free. Oh! oh okay. I should interrupt. have ru- interrupted you earlier because that's where you're headed. I, had I known, I would have gotten an extra pocket square. No, no. The show for everyone, free of charge. <laughs> I was saving money.
0: Yeah, check yeah. it out if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're not on YouTube, go check it out. He's wearing very next taste. Who would tuxedo. have guessed no. he was Oscar going there? Week. Paul dress is up. dressed up. Adam is Batman.
3: I'm a little cash with my tuxedo. I've got, to, yes, my Batman logo showing He's beneath great. it. great. <laughs> the
2: point is, we're out there. All right. Yeah, Just, we you can are. search Bing. <laughs> You're Yahoo, out there, man. Bing, Yahoo, Google, whatever you want. <laughs> we come right up. Settle in and enjoy as we take you through the upcoming weekend and new movie releases. I'm your host for the hardest working podcast in all the land, Paul Preston, here with Adam Witt. Run, you skinny Brits.
3: Run like a chariot on fire. I'm trying to do an Oscar quote. I don't know. Is that line
2: in the movie? It's probably from Bing, right? <laughs> And Karen Volpe.
0: Now, this should be an Oscar quote, but it wasn't nominated. I've got a good joke for you guys vagina. Do you get it?
2: No, I don't. Exactly (laughs) And Bart Caius You don't think I'd go into battle with loose change in my pocket, do you? (laughs) Later in the show, we'll be joined by an actor, stand-up comic, and improviser Who's been seen on Community and stand-up stages all over New York and Los Angeles Brady Novak And later in the show (laughs) Yes, that's why we're wearing our tuxedo shirts it's Oscar week, so there'll be plenty of Oscar talk. We'll run down all the major categories.
1: Am I the only one that every time thinks of Oscars, thinks of the song?
4: Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Oscar. Like,
0: Oscar
1: how many years Oscar, you do it? Like 10 years? Oscar. I really thought I that was the theme. He, it's a classic, you know what? Yeah.
0: That's my favorite host, and I'm up? not a big <laughs> Billy Crystal fan. Right? No <laughs> one is until
1: the Oscars come around. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> You're a fan of Billy from like 82 to 89. Yes. And then when the Oscars came around. Yeah. That was it. And maybe like the, City Slickers. The area circling around the, <laughs> yeah. the album,
2: Marvelous. <laughs> marvelous. Yeah. marvelous. Yeah. Soap, Marvelous, City Slickers, yeah. The Oscars. He yeah. <laughs> just covered his whole career right there. I think he's still playing out this month somewhere here in Los Angeles. Wow. Doesn't count. Oscars <laughs> and the other stuff. Um, let's see. Who will win? Who should win our favorite movies of 2016? Mm-hmm. I prepared to offer mm-hmm. those up. But as first as ever, we come to you with our ultimate mission. Movie previews. Don't think you have to have seen any new movies, or a lot of movies, uh, to enjoy our show. We're essentially a comedy show, and our topic is movies. And we're going to talk about the ones that are about to open, like we do every week. So no spoilers, you can tune in all the time. And this week sees the release of Collide, which is about... Actually, who the hell knows? I mean, Wikipedia doesn't even list a story description on its page of this movie. Uh, It's as if the plot won't even stick to the internet, and everything sticks to the internet. (laughs)
0: Yes. The internet is very sticky. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Isn't that right, fake news? Oh! <laughs> also, Rock Dog, from which we hope this is a clip.
1: <laughs> the name's Poochie D, and I rock the Kelly. I'm half Joe Camel and a third Bonzarelli.
2: I'm the Kung Fu Hit Me from Kansas <laughs> City. I'm a rapid surfer uniform.
5: Oh uh, something
2: tells me it's not going to be a clip from that. <laughs> <movie. laughs> not going to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is
0: anything that good? That was amazing. A few
2: things are. But first up, we'll talk about Get Out. Get Out! <laughs> which IMDB has listed as a young African-American man visits his Caucasian girlfriend's mysterious family estate. I'm sorry, Paul, an African-American guy? Caucasian girlfriend? Who wrote this the description? The ACLU? So you guys coming up from the city?
5: Yeah, we're just heading up for the weekend.
2: Can I see your license, please? He
5: wasn't driving. I
2: didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. No. Uh, How was that New York? Too soon. That scene screams Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I believe this takes place. State, right? right? Yeah, they yeah. got upstate. Uh, yeah, up in like Whitesville. Yeah. <laughs> White, Wh- Plains. White Plains. White Plains. <laughs> <laughs> upstate
3: everywhere yeah. is just Ohio, right? It <laughs> like really is. If you go up <laughs> 10 miles out of here, it's uh, Ohio, I think.
0: Oh, today I saw Indiana. something. Um, WRFA, the radio station that mm-hmm. is where we're broadcasting at, they had, um, Jason Sample had a uh, map of all the different racist organizations throughout the country. Mm -hmm. And there is one right in Panama, one of the um, KKK headquarters.
2: Panama.
3: New York.
0: New York? Where is that? It's over by Ohio. New
2: York's right <laughs> next there to yeah.
3: there's a v- Versailles, Ohio or Versailles, then there it's can amazing. be. It's amazing. You know, there's a, Panama, a bunch in Ohio yeah. too. Do they, they just
2: start in Michigan and bleed out to all the <laughs> yeah. other places. Kind
1: well, of... it's like in LA when you when you discovered there was a sex offender map online and you just and you Everywhere. you made the mistake of just dis- uh, figuring out whether you're near any of it. And yeah. you're like, there's six in my building? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over. You're there's red near- dots all over my <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the thing that was so interesting is because it was from the point of view of the small town and they were saying, look, there's one right close here. So I looked and Behind I went, you. that's crazy. You. And then I know, And then I looked at where we live and it was like 30. And I uh, went, oh, all right. And it was all different signs. There's was like swastikas for certain things and then the little white hats for other Is there other a little things? legend
1: at
3: the bottom of <laughs> so you can read the map? Yes. Yeah. What yeah. kind of hate? You know, these story? people hate uh, all non-whites. And these people just hate when you write their name wrong on a coffee yeah. cup. You know, like <laughs> I at kn- Starbucks. I know those
0: people. <laughs> I do.
2: They have an organization. Uh, well speaking well now that we're all afraid, okay. let's talk about our first film. It's the latest from our Blumhouse film of the Month club ah. subscription. Let's see what they've sent for February <laughs> oh, <Huxley.
4: coughs>
2: It's get out <laughs> Adam
4: Jesus.
2: Adam, let's talk about it Set your comfortable meter to un. <laughs> because not only are Horror Masters Blumhouse films back with another laser-targeted suspense thriller release date, but they're adding racial politics for good measure in Get Out. Get Out is a horror thriller created by a Chicago
3: improviser. Who Who
2: Who and a film lover.
0: One of us.
2: The movie was made in like the 20s. Yeah, like one of us. The audio is always so good. Who's
3: made a film about racial acceptance in the suburbs?
2: Okay, one of us. Jordan Peele, the Peele part of Key and Peele, was one of the defining voices of comedy during the Obama years. We created more jobs than
3: George W. Bush did in all eight years of his office.
5: Except for Osama bin Laden Hunter, because that job don't exist anymore. Because I went over there and I killed him in his face.
3: We helped make health care accessible to more Americans than ever before.
5: I'm sorry. What'd you say? Uh, your World Trade Center hurts? Then why don't you take two dead bin Ladens and call me in the morning, bitch? <laughs>
3: this election make the decision that you think best serves the future of this country
5: or you can eat a dumb dumb sandwich and just vote for the person who didn't kill osama bin Laden. why would you do it why would you do it
2: <laughs> now yes. jordan puts an exclamation point on his mastery of racial satire by casting the suburbs as camp crystal lake in his new role as writer director of get out this film is Jordan Peele's directorial
3: debut, but it's not the first time a well-known African-American comedian has tried to make a point about race relations in horror films.
2: Oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside, playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get up. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> Sicario's Daniel Kaluuya plays Chris, a black man in a relationship with a white woman. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Okay, I know Okay, I know that All right, I know that's the reaction in much of the country, but that's not the horror part. The horror part begins when Rose played by Girls is Allison Williams invites him for a weekend getaway upstate to meet her parents. Ah, oh, meeting the parents, god, this movie's scaring her thought. <laughs> I'm with that guy. All right. <laughs> What he said. (laughs) What he said. In a classic case of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, Rose hasn't told her parents that Chris is black. But that won't be a problem because her parents are super liberals Bradley Whitford and Catherine Keener, two of our whitest talents. Catherine Keener and Bradley Whitford are super liberal? Well, they're actors in Hollywood, aren't they? Well, yeah.
5: Are we going to split hairs here?
3: (laughs) The parents are perfectly accepting of Chris, but like a good thriller writer, Jordan Peele
2: realizes that audiences have little patience when all is as it seems. Whitford, as Rose's father, goes out of his way to make Chris feel at home. But long about the seventh high five and the twelfth what up dog, Chris (laughs) begins to get suspicious of his true intentions and it's soon revealed that Chris was right to be weary. Don't you get the
3: message? You're not wanted here. (laughs) And just when you think it's all about race, Chris being black isn't what troubles Rose's mother, played by Catherine Keener. No, it's that Chris likes to indulge in the most frowned upon of social
2: taboos. (laughs) Voting libertarian?
3: No.
5: Come to where the flavor is.
4: Come to Marlboro Country.
3: Was that a thing? That's right. Chris is a smoker. Something Rose's mother takes quite exception with. Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm going to quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. And while she's at it, she offers to go ahead and get rid of any gay
2: that might be in him too, because why waste a good hypnotizing and just on just quitting smoking? <laughs> but as you heard, Chris kindly declines the offer of being rendered voluntarily unconscious and susceptible to mind control by people he's just met, which doesn't exactly endear him to the folks. Then one of Chris's friends from back home calls to warn him that a lot of brothers, the movie's words, not mine, have been disappearing in that town during their Making Blacks History Month. Get Out increasingly becomes Meet the Stepford Parents, as there is something very, very wrong with these people. That mystery is unrevealed in the trailer, but what is revealed is the clever juxtaposition of horror suspense and the basic suspense of being a black man in suburbia, played for comedy. The facade of this idyllic and overly
3: welcoming family soon falls away and Chris finds himself in the fight for his life. Owen oh, Rose, too. He tries to save her as well. We're going to make you, Rose. Uh. Trust me. I hope I didn't give anything away there. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: uh So, uh, Blumhouse again? No, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, is, it is. is. Yeah, it is.
1: Oh, I thought I read something where where uh, this was in competition with them, but I also keep reading and I keep hearing reviews about how there is some sardonic and black, no pun intended, humor in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of that coming through in any of the trailers.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't either. There's got to be <laughs> just some sort of. Uh, they they've got to be so over the top that after a while there's a comedic angle to it, even though it's frightening. I'm I I'm curious to know what it would be. Well,
3: like Evil Dead. I think part of it is like the repetition also of like that they're so they're because there's the line in that was like I would have voted for Obama again. I think they like keep doing that stuff. It's like the old Lenny Bruce routine how to how to keep how to talk to colored people at parties. You remember that bit? And he's just like uh, so Bojangles man, he's great. Like it's like all that sort of like <laughs> <laughs> sort of like trying to ingratiate yourself. Yeah, I think part of the humor is that, that at first, you know, and then there's a part where he Bunch goes. Of what to, up, dogs? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, dogs and stuff like that. I think it's more that because Bradley
0: Whitford does that in the preview, and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: yeah it doesn't come across as funny as all, at all. It comes across as a man who's clearly trying too hard and yeah. making everybody feel uncomfortable. But I'm wondering if if Jordan's reputation is preceding him, and people are just assuming this is all being played for laughs, even subversively.
4: Mm.
2: Huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. His, his description of this says he hopes it talks it brings people together to talk about race. So he's not talking about, you know, enjoying a hilarious laugh.
0: I think that it is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this. I was intrigued by this the first time I saw the trailer months ago.
2: It certainly seems like a... It's cool. It's Jordan Peele. A, yeah. a
1: different horror story. Not a mm-hmm. completely unique one, but certainly not trapped in house certainly not spirits certainly not paranormal certainly not found footage yeah.
2: you know it's certainly got a different plot to it i, I don't know if there's it's... been a lot of blondes in trouble lately too we don't have that oh. <laughs> all these movies are the blonde in trouble the forest lights out yeah
1: i don't think anyone's going to run and in. trip i don't think there's any running and tripping in this movie
0: in this one it looks like the people who are crazy really put a lot of time into their crazy that's been a theme in a lot of movies lately when we saw yeah, who just did that a cure for wellness split care for wellness everyone who's crazy really puts a lot of energy and focus and money into crazy
3: it also, it kind of looks Hollywood, like Hollywood. Of course, <laughs> a lot of people put a lot of energy into being crazy. coming out of the streets crazy. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it also kind of looks like it's got that Rosemary's Baby. I don't know if you guys have seen that, where that's that set those neighbors who keep interjecting themselves, and they're like the Satanists or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it like starts getting more uncomfortable. Like there's that moment where he's in the yard, and that like guy runs past him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like things like that. It, I I'm interested to see this build in that way of like, all is not right, and then like then they have that huge. I saw an extended trailer where they have that huge like lawn party, which is where yeah. a few of the shots are, and they're all hypnotized. Yeah, they're like hypnotized. Yeah, uh, yeah I like the Stepford angle or the Children of the Corn, maybe or what <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You know, um,
1: have we run out of black actors? Have, I mean, we've run out of other actors. Now we have to go, America's run out of black actors.
3: Who's the lead in this? A uh, black guy from Britain. Is he?
1: Really? Oh, <laughs> we can't right. find a black guy in America that, to play an uncomfortable uh, black guy is meeting a white you, girl.
2: That, is that who you'd like Trump to actually put the ban on? <laughs> yes. British actors. British actors. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: in general,
0: male, female, doesn't matter. Talk about exactly.
2: taking our jobs. Honestly, Man how can you? I thought the biggest travesty
1: was when they had to go across the pond to find somebody to play Martin Luther. Oh, is he British? Oh, David O'Yelowo? The yeah,
2: Oyelowo. Really? Really? Really you mean Martin Luther the uh, old monk? Who... <laughs> 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 you
4: mean That's the founder of the Martin church Luther King the, Jr. The, uh, that up, happened yeah, across yeah. the I to oh.
1: let you finish your I can't be
0: there. I can't get on that bandwagon with you because I I didn't mind when Bridget Jones was played by Renée Zellweger Because
1: that movie was made here. If but Britain but wants it's... to make their own movies and cast whoever they want but they can Britain, can Jones But Bridget is Jones Diary was made in London. Wasn't in London. Wasn't it? No but we made it. We went there to shoot it. We made it. It's
0: their story and their Bridget Jones You don't see a lot
3: of movies Steve <laughs> and yet, here you are, Yammer. <laughs> you keep inviting me back every week. <laughs> well, this is going to be a Yammer-filled show. I mean, you're, you're in. Oh God. Honestly, no, it does it does irk me a little bit. Irks
1: me
2: a little bit.
3: I yeah, mean, I'm you're right. There's it. a lot of a lot of people could be cast in that role. I didn't, I, didn't realize she yeah. was British. So
2: I'm think of all the great Meryl Streep roles we would be missing out on if they actually hired Emma someone Thompson. from wherever she her her <laughs> dialect is from. Well, she's That's played true. Australian, she South American. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I enough. will not have those parts taken away from me. Fair enough. I
0: maybe "Mamma Mia." Could have cast Keegan. Give him mama
2: me. We'll Give him, mama give me him a
0: mom.
3: Could have cast Keegan. I'd like Keegan in that part. Now that would be real funny. Is it? Is it <laughs> revealing itself
1: that maybe Jordan's the really talented one? Ooh. What? Because it seems like this kind of eclipses. Because right after Keegan uh-huh. uh Michael Keegan just took off. Right. He he seemed to be really out in front, really out in the eye, the public eye. Because
3: he was doing ESPN awards, and
1: yeah. I mean, he's done a bunch of. He was all, all over the place. Correspondence dinner. The right. correspondence dinner. Yeah, huge. And then, uh, don't think twice. Was at least out. Why right. him? Yep. him. And so I thought, oh, clearly he was the one we oh. all liked. Uh, but now Jordan's behind the camera can, writing can a can they direction. both be winners? Not in Hollywood. That's not how it works, Paul. One of us in this room but, is going to win. Everyone
3: else has to lose. But what is, <laughs> this is I, I that feel is, bad for that, him. That, that, that is, is the
0: all him. That's you, how could, you, could have, you could have
3: distilled that from Bart over the years of listening to this. But that is, that is a pure distillation, I think. Of how <laughs> Bart feels.
0: Yes, nobody else. I want us all to win.
3: But uh, what a great surprise, though, that Jordan went and did this. Because everything Keegan's done since then, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, he's going to kind of show off his personality. But like to hear that, oh, Jordan's making a movie himself, writing and directing, and it's a suspense thriller, that's super, super surprising. Let's remember so, the magic right. they
2: made together. Leo's Maxwell, Jr. <laughs> I
5: pulled a couple of clips.
2: East Carolina University.
5: Javaris, Jamar, Javaris, and Lamar. University of Middle Tennessee. Devoin Shower Him.
2: University of Southern Mississippi. Hingle McCringleberry, Uh Penn State University. Le Carpentron, Duke Marriott, Florida Atlantic University.
5: Jadinklage (laughs) Morgun, University (laughs) of South Florida.
2: (laughs) Ex-Miss Jackson Flaxen Waxen, (laughs) California University of Pennsylvania. California University of Pennsylvania. A lot of jokes in that <laughs> whole piece. And then later, the way the guys just throw off the lines when they cut back to the announcers of the game. Yeah. Well, you know, Hingle McCringleberries, yeah, they great in the first half, but <laughs> they just blow by. Yeah. It's look for Jadiglage Margoon to uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, step it up in the second half. <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, well, let's get on to our next film. It's called Collide. It's another drive-fast movie with Nicholas Holt, who plays Beast in the X-Men movies.
1: You know, Paul, I imagine that Nicholas Holt is hoping that Collide does for him what Drive Did for Ryan Gosling, or what The Transporter did for Jason Statham, or what Fast and the Furious did for, well, everyone in that movie. (laughs) But you know what? I get the feeling that it's more likely to do for him what whatever that horrible movie about cars did for Aaron Paul.
2: All right. Well, here we go. Does anybody give a damn about know, this
4: movie?
2: I thought <laughs> we were just going to enjoy the music. anybody care about this movie, honestly? I mean, we have Oscars to talk about. You
0: know, Paul, we could talk about that other movie that's opening this week, Rock Dog.
2: Rock Dog. What mm-hmm. the hell is that
0: again? It's an animated The Gods Must Be Crazy type movie where a dog learns about rock and roll when a radio falls out of the sky.
2: Ra- okay, never heard of it. Are there any names in it?
0: Uh, all names: J.K. Simmons, Luke hmm. Wilson, Eddie Izzard, Lewis Black, really? and Sam Elliott are among the people who agreed to star in this movie under the condition that their faces aren't shown.
4: <laughs> okay, look, pretty good. look it's
2: <laughs> as if these movies are made solely to not compete with your attempt to catch up on all the Oscar-nominated <laughs> movies. So when America won't watch Collide or Rock Dog, Rock you know. Dog. When they had the opportunity to watch the Oscar-nominated films, why aren't we focused on the Oscar-nominated films? Rock Dog. Why must we pour oh. <laughs> over the Dolphin Tale 2s of the world when there are Manchester by the Seas, Arrivals, and La La Land's worth giving more coverage to? If we talk about the little scene movies like Hell or High Water and Moonlight, maybe, maybe others will seek them out. We can promote risk-taking ventures and champion brave artistry. And we'll do that with our guest, Brady Novak, right after this. brought choreography. No one else brings choreography. That's (laughs)
0: Leah Finkelstein, one of the Wubay sisters on the keys.
2: Yeah, That's right. Uh, As promised, our guest is here, comedian and actor who's been seen on Raising Hope, Community, and Weeds, as well as uh, stand-up and improv stages all over Los Angeles and New York. It's Brady Novak.
5: Thank you. Please. Thanks for sitting in. Sit down. Please. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Do you know the first uh, play I ever did in 1999 uh, musical. The lead was Jordan Peel. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What was yeah. If you had some here, I remember thinking, who's this 12-year-old that's dominating? <laughs> he was great. It was amazing. What
0: was the musical?
5: Wilbus Amadeus Oakley. And it was about a I believe he was a bastard child born from a white woman and he was black and maybe the first black guy in the neighborhood uh, and then we I played Hulk incredible Hulk at one point
0: <laughs> was it at the annoyance it was at second city oh, okay <laughs> yeah. that's
4: Chicago,
1: funny you mentioned Illinois. that because i was going to say earlier that that i thought perhaps maybe the dis- difference between key and peel was that Key was a better actor, and Peel might be more creative behind the camera, but now you're blowing that theory out of I the I mean, he,
5: they're so, 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 both so talented. Jordan just, yeah. I just hope they both succeed is, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'd like to see Plenty them. Plenty of both. room. Okay, Plenty that's of not room coming across.
1: I've uh, got a guess,
2: Paul. I don't want to come off like a jerk. And I'd like to say I hope so your we mic's all on. succeed. <laughs> your mics
5: on. <laughs> no, wait a minute. So was this the Sunday show at Second City? This was a um, Second City would produce a monthly show, and I think it ran. So we were once a week for a month or something or two months, and they put it in their Donnie's Skybox. Oh, the Skybox. The
0: skybox. So, yes. Because
2: yes. I did the uh, tale for two, uh, a tale
5: of two kitties. <laughs> yes. On the Sunday show, the I, family show. That was e on ETC stage. That was that was on the main stage. Oh, on the main yeah. stage. But it was
2: for families and, you know. Yeah. Me and Stu Harris and Al Samuels. Yes. Uh, just enough. acted like lunatics Al and I,
5: Al Samuel, I just spent 40 days in the UK doing his musical. No oh, kidding. that's right. Game of Thrones. Thrones? Yeah, Thrones Musical. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was fantastic. What is
2: that like? Because I only heard about this for the first time over the weekend, right? Someone told me from our friend Monty. Monty. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Al lived here, and lo and behold, he's doing this musical and he's traveling around with it. Give us a heads up on it.
5: Well, so it's currently, I think, in Los Angeles. um, But he is. uh, They have a. They have a few musicals going, but this was uh, in 2015. Yeah, 2015. We went to Scotland for the Fringe for 30 days, and then we did 10 days in London. Wow. And this is, they they've they started another musical there about Fifty Shades the year before. That's right. And so this is, and then they brought Thrones back this year, and now they're going to tour around the nation with it.
0: Do you have any idea how they handle the rights? Do they just do it until they're told to stop?
5: Well, the UK just got rights like we have in the United States, which are really lenient. Mm-hmm. But when they were doing Fifty Shades, every day they were getting... Things from lawyers in the UK about, Mm. like, this is this is uh, this scene here is on the verge of being, and now all that's all gone away because their parody laws are like ours, which is real open. I'll
0: have to find out. I'll have to call Sam Al Samuels and find out about. (coughs) We do a
2: bunch of people in uh, fellowship. Which was the Lord of the Rings musical that ran here for a while? It was the same kind of thing. It seemed like every once in a while it was threatened to shut down. Never, never did. Eventually, yeah. But we all remember the days of Jedi. Jedi a musical Chicago. tour de force. Yeah, yeah from well, the you, late I,
5: great I, Jason Chin. I don't know if you guys are familiar with a movie uh, called Airplane.
2: Uh, yeah. A little a bit. A little bit. We know it's of called this.
5: Airplane. But if you that parody is almost <laughs> identical because parody laws back then I think were very strict, and so it was almost word for word. The original is it really Air, it's Airport like, Seventy Seven or whatever? No, it, same storyline: fish, people get sick eating. Yeah, uh, that all stays the same.
3: Yeah, I, that's not Airport Seven. I can't remember what it Great was. Great sound effect too for airplane. Uh, right? Right, right on cue. Right on cue. Paul's good on these cues tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty solid on it. Solid. And I didn't
5: mean to slip past Jason Chin. What a wonderful human being Jason Chin was.
3: Yeah. And that right. is such a that was such a rare time when Star Wars had almost fallen out of the consciousness. So when you made a Star Wars reference, it was like, oh, I remember that. It's so funny to think that that's. Well, then
5: you also s- had the roof. Roof is on Fiddler, and that that got shut down for. <laughs> it was done at the Improv Olympic in Chicago. That got shut down for, uh, for parody. Really, the, the, the roof, the Fiddler on the roof. It was Fiddler Gang? on the roof, and whoever wrote shut that, shut them down. Yeah, shut them down. Wow, <clears throat> that is. I wouldn't think they'd be that, that
2: active. Yeah, they looking were looking for things to
5: shut down. No,
3: the people that own the rights are concerned about being a rich man. I have true a good point.
5: <laughs> I love seeing Prince. You now you see Prince on billboards. You see him. His music is all over Spotify, all over YouTube. Like his estate has as loosened up died. a little bit.
3: Yeah, <laughs> as soon as he died. All right, let's start. all rights. Yeah.
5: Anyone? I guess you're
2: safest doing if you remember the Hamlet musical that had Alexander Billings sure. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then. Shakespeare, you free reign yeah. at that point. So that's the way to go, kids, if you learn anything. If you're going to get out there and spoof, spoofify the bard. Spoof! <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: Spoofs! <laughs> spoofify! Oh, spoof. If They're going to go and spoof. They should make a, a, an app called Spoofify, and it's just nothing
2: but parody songs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can just search any parody song that exists.
2: Uh, so where is your stand up taking you? I saw on your website you opened for Robin Williams.
5: What? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, so I opened up for him in Chicago, and then my friend Nick Vatterot, Uh a comic as well. Uh, we were like, we're gonna drive across the country and do stand-up. So uh, Robin Williams said, "Come to the Throckmorton Theater and open up for me in San Francisco." Oh <laughs> we're God. like, sure, whatever. So we drive <laughs> across country. We do some shows. We get to the Throckmorton. Nick and I walk up, and the first thing he says is, "Hey, it's big and small," and and he had the whole night prepared, and we got to open up for him, and he like remembered us, and he was preparing for his show, his last show in Vegas and then he was amazing he was the nicest guy in the world
1: but how does that happen how do you how do you know him you to begin
3: with
5: yeah well because we opened up for I, I, the story for started so much towards <laughs> the end there brain
3: <laughs> which is a hilarious pet peeve over the years i've known bart is like when anybody starts way past us, oh. so he's like well how'd you get there
5: <laughs> and then we woke up in the morning and i uh, haven't talked to him since
3: right.
5: <laughs> that's my robin williams story would you like me to let you know what happened to him <laughs> No, that's it. I have some bad news for I've you, Brady. Google searching. Uh, we, we, <laughs> did, we opened up for him in Chicago uh, for three days, and we just hit, were, became friendly uh, by sitting backstage. Not and, good enough. Back further. <laughs> I did stand-up comedy. Okay. And I was doing a show in Chicago, and Robin Williams had to come on.
1: Okay, so was it the, this was they many many in. years ago? This was
5: this was uh, two thousand and seven. Two oh, thousand and seven. Oh, okay, that is okay. one thing he said. He goes who the drives? Sevensies. He goes who drives across country and does stand up? And we're like, didn't you do that? He's like, but that was the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> now you can just do it on the internet, right? You don't have to.
3: Now, no yeah. no now, now, what's that like? You've got your your, your stand up act, but here's this master stand comedian. Does he watch your act? Does he have a comment on? It? Does well, he go, oh, that's a great
5: joked. bit? Or, we know. joked. I was at a movie premiere. I think House Bunny. And then whoever directed. That dra- sounds like a from Mary Dundan. I forgot who directed that, uh, but a hilarious so guy. So did he. A guy from <laughs> Live. And he but so Robin Williams said uh to the booker, I think it was Cameron Esposito, who's a terrific comic now. Mm. She said, uh he goes, Send all the funny people in Chicago down to this theater, and I want to watch their acts. To which the House Bunny director said, Now all your acts went to Las Vegas with him. Yeah. And so he took bits oh but so that's how it works so they came to sell, like Hannibal Please Burris came down and uh, everyone came down and did oh, wow. stand-up and then he just watched everyone
3: oh wow so this is all the Chicago stand-ups at the time uh-huh yeah yep. wow so he saw Ken Bernard did he
5: see Ken uh, Bernard Robert Buscemi he saw maybe Buscemi Cameron <laughs> Esposito best would have come down mm-hmm. these are names if you don't know yet you will these are learn names. quick sure, yeah. look them up. funny people
2: so okay well here's another story that that you have to start at the beginning
5: You've been to the con Film Festival. Mm. I, I didn't go. You didn't a go. movie I was in. Went, oh. The first movie I was in, Pep Squad.
2: Okay, so the first movie you and you don't go. I don't even care if they're not paying. You <laughs> yeah, just go, no. don't you? Well, I mean, <laughs> you drove I was, across country. I mean, like, like
5: I, I went from. He playing, drove across country, got to the ocean, and went. What do I do yeah, now? I as didn't far, know I as far as <laughs> I, I didn't could. know, where, <laughs> I paddled pretty far out. <laughs> uh, so then, after the hypothermia, I I went far. I was working on a farm. I was a. Uh, College dropout, I thought I was going to play professional baseball. I tore my rotator cuff and just fell into this movie. I was over at my friend's house, and he had on a dry erase board this guy, Steve Balderson. I said, who's Steve Balderson? He goes, he's making a movie. I was like, that sounds interesting. And so I just auditioned, probably called it Try Out, and I got it. (laughs) What was the movie called? Pep Squad. Pep Squad. The 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 director of photography is this guy named Rhett Bear who went on to do Sarah Silverman and oh. did a bunch of TV shows and still works today. Uh, he's probably the best thing to come out of the movie. Was Rhett this in Chicago? Bear. This was in Wamigo, Kansas. Whoa! Because I grew up in the middle of Kansas, and this is where just happened to be in where this where I was going to college. Yeah. Is that something
1: that happens in Wamigo? People just write things on dry erase boards.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, it was Burrito. pretty new back then. Pep Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Oil change. It was one of the best burritos I've ever had. <laughs> uh, and so that, it just, I fell into it. And then the first movie was, I uh, went to the Cannes Film Festival, and then the second movie was the uh, Ang Lee movie. And then 25 years later, I did another movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: that's a great <laughs> arc. Yeah, it was really
5: great. <laughs> I was You're- like, this is the easiest thing in the world. I'm going to go into acting. And then, yeah, that was my first. Then 25 years go Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it says all stage.
2: Uh, Ride with the Devil. That was your Ang Lee film, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Matt Damon.
5: No, who's in that? Toby uh, oh, yeah. Maguire. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Oh yes. Ah. And what did you do? I worked transportation, and I talked my way onto being a bartender in a scene oh. that got cut.
0: Free. Y- um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good I loved,
5: good for I've been you. in a lot of movies. I was, I was, I was in. I've been in two movies that I got cut out of. What's the other one? Uh, Kings of Summer. Kings oh, of Summer? No. Yeah. Jor- yeah. What's the name? Jordan of Vo- Vote Roberts? Roberts. Right. Yeah. Who did? Who? I'm in mean, Skull Island, the new King Kong movie, which he did, and the other movie he did was, is it
3: Kings of Summer? Yeah, Kings of Summer. Yeah. Let's back up. Let's <laughs> oh, back <so> up. Battery <laughs> For Bart <laughs> and <laughs> me. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and then Williams and I woke jo- up two okay. days later in a hotel so, suite.
3: Let's go. Let's
1: go back let's to the uh, bad story. <laughs> I bet. love the idea that he he, he wasn't going to tell us what the two movies were. He was just going to let us know that he was in two movies that got cut, and he stopped talking.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, a, a, a sh- I just don't want to give it all away at the beginning. You know? I'm, I'm, got, I'm running out of Once material. What to preserve his everyman <laughs> status a little
3: bit. <laughs> so, Jordan Vogt- Roberts, this is crazy. I mean, he makes uh, Kings of Summer, which yeah. is,
5: uh, I don't know if it was shot in Chicago. I know he's a Chicago. I was shot, we did it in Cleveland. <laughs> okay.
3: But he's very connected to Chicago stand ups, especially in the late 90s, early 2000s, yep. which was, you know, uh, you and, and uh, TJ Miller. TJ Miller and, uh, you know, a lot of the people we've had Kamel on the show. Uh, So he had a thing called Blurds, and he started putting these pieces together with these stand-ups that would become, and he
5: would make it look so amazing. Yeah, I mean Jordan can make, and I did a short film with him that uh, won a bunch of awards too, uh, about a football coach who's coaching um, people who have harassed the women they're playing. Does that make sense? So, so uh, it's a, like a flag football team against another flag football team, and one of the flag football teams has uh, physically assaulted the girlfriends of the other team. Does that make sense?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I would run it, a. I, it's I, it, it tragic.
5: Was, you know, I think it was called pedophilia. Something pedophilia. But anyway, so I was the coach of their wait, team. Wait, wait. <laughs>
3: Pet, ped, per, ped crossing? Pet, uh, like pedestrian crossing? Was, somebody made it no, short. No, not that. that okay. dude, that's, that's That Paul was Thomas. somebody in Chicago. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Thomas. Yeah, Paul Thomas. He made he made a thing called Pen oh, exing, no, no, no. and it was a
5: pedophile. Oh, this is illegal. it was called Illegal Use of Hands. That's what it was. There, there but it was go. about people who assault uh, women, and I would coach their football team.
3: So it was a serious drama?
5: No, it was a funny one. Uh, Sounds you know, so hilarious. It's a lot of like, uh, hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you, why uh, don't you, you know, I like your girlfriend, and she's like, she's she's told you she she's told you numerous times she doesn't want to date you. Yeah, why don't you let her make that decision? Like those kind of lines. <laughs> and Matt so the, Bronger's and this edit. one did Matt not Bronger. go to Cannes? This, this this one, one didn't multiple, get selected for any major award. If awards. you search illegal use of hands and watch the short <laughs> film, you're gonna say, oh, he didn't really explain it really well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's pretty funny. But so then, then oh, yeah, but then, oh, yeah, Jordan wrote, makes this little tiny film, and then next Kong, thing you Skull know, Island. yeah, Legendary comes Kong calling.
2: Now you're thrown in with a ton of stars here, An Oscar winner Brie Larson is in it. Uh, so I, but there's such a huge cast. I mean, John Goodman, and Jackson, Tom Middleston, John C. Riley. Who did you work with in this? I worked whole with thing?
5: Samuel L. Jackson, who's this young oh. guy, and he looks. He's gonna be. <laughs> keep your eye on little Samuel <laughs> Sam Jackson. <laughs> I did a scene with Sam Jackson, and I would break down the scene with him, and then he'd be like, "Can you get away from me, please?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "Does this motivate really- Sam, can uh- you come over here for a second? Can I just talk to you for one second about this scene? Uh, and so I work in a, I work in a, uh, I'm a probably a captain of a base or sh- a ship, uh, not a ship, but a base. A probably, probably. I don't really know. We're
1: not sure how the editing's going to work out. So. <laughs>
5: And I, <laughs> I Might be in a deli when yeah. i done, I'm done I'm I was in front of a
1: green screen. I was told it was going to be a ship. <clears throat> I might be a it would be.
5: I, I don't know if you'll be able to. I mean, I am in a, an entire scene, but I don't know if it's, it's pretty dark. I'm interested to see. Although people have sent me text messages because they do recognize me. So I guess you can recognize me. But I basically send Samuel L. on his journey <laughs> <laughs> to That's, Skull Island. <clears throat> skull. yeah right. hey
3: Sam Jackson you need to go to Skull Island
5: <laughs> but I really would pull him aside and be like can I just when I point to the phone booth Sam does it help you more does it motivate your move more if I do this
3: <laughs> now were that you other. doing bits because you were like a, a you, lot of you bits. do a lot of bits yeah. <laughs> well not
5: necessarily and it wasn't like necessarily a lot of bits I really was trying to help yeah. him tell his story because he needs to look <laughs> <But, laughs> he needs, he needs <laughs> a, a leg up at Sammy Sammy
0: Jackson. I mean, I just <laughs> want to tell a
5: clear story through pictures, you know.
0: Did you have many lines with him?
5: I had four lines with him, and then uh, he would tap me on the shoulder and go, "Okay, then we're good."
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was awesome. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. Amazing. Did you ever mess up? Did you get nervous and mess up?
5: No, and that—that's one thing Jordan and I talked about because there was a lot of moving parts, and it's yeah. like, and and it, it, it because it was just one page, he just didn't want to. Uh, bring anyone off the street because there's fake rain, there's trucks going, there's timing, there's walking, there's talking when he's walking. I mean, it's brain surgery based, probably harder than brain surgery.
0: <laughs> and you nailed it.
5: Yeah, I'm no rocket scientist, but this is definitely harder than rocket science. <laughs> Good for you. I've seen rocket science done. This looked harder to do.
0: (laughs) It's hard to do the walking and the talking and the rain and the trucks all at the same time. And then
5: stop them. Yeah. And then also, and I've worked with like Shaquille O'Neal, and he's one that I shut down like when we made eye contact. Like there's just certain famous people where you're like, oh, this is overwhelming. Uh, But he was, Samuel L. Jackson was okay. Chevy Chase was, I froze up the first time, but Shaquille O'Neal for sure. It was, And Shaquille, after the first take, goes, we flew this guy in from L.A. for this. <laughs> oh. no. He was fantastic. What an award, though. You're like, you get
3: to have that moment. <laughs>
5: yeah, it was so fun. When
1: Shaquille O'Neal talks down to you about acting. Yeah. Oh,
5: my God. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh. Yeah, How upset
1: know. can you get? You might want to take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you, you hit on... Uh, you hit on Chevy Chase. All right, so here's my thing. I, of course, like everyone else, loved Chevy Chase mm. until yeah. he lost his mind or something, and then he did Community. So how did it go when you worked well, with
5: him? Well, I love him. I mean, I right? Like, like, so so it's so, you know, uh, I like doing bits. Uh-huh. Right? uh And... He is fun to do bits with. Oh,
0: he's, o- good. he's open That's good. to
5: bits. Uh, totally open. To okay, bits. good. Riffing
4: right, that and, makes me me and you could <laughs> even you
5: could even ask him to do bits that he's done on Saturday Live, like Shark Boy or whatever, and he would do it. Jaws, Land Shark, yeah. Land
0: shark, shark do- boy. If you asked him to Shark Boy, I don't know if he'd be real keen about
5: <laughs> exactly. that. I, yeah, I go do Shark Boy. I give him a nice whip. <laughs> And, and he, he didn't. I don't know what it was. <laughs> what it was. Uh, and then also, you know, he's not young. So like being 12 15 hours where we're walking on set and we're getting handed scripts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's some you would want to prepare maybe sometimes more than that and he would also get tired. And then you'd you'd say like what's your dog's name and he'd be like I don't know what my dog's Ken Jong." <laughs> So he's just like oh, it's I'm like not gonna, messing with Grandpa. I'm not gonna, yeah, it's just messing with Grandpa, oh, <laughs> and Grandpa doesn't want to talk about the freaking war. You know what I mean? He wants to joke and have fun and be oh. like, "When do I get to go
3: home?"
5: Oh, that's what a legend! Funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
3: absolutely. just watched uh, the National Lampoon documentary. is now oh. on on uh, oh. is it on Oh, it's on Netflix, I believe. Oh, I'm right now. Uh, I love that. Yeah, story. absolutely. Right uh, on
5: Netflix. Required watching.
3: Also, going back to you said your your hometown and a movie shot in Oxford, Ohio. This is the same director, Doug Tarola. Yeah, who? So it's like, yeah, of course, a movie shoots in your hometown, you're in that movie, but but. Chevy is really great in it because he had a very close personal relationship with one of the uh, creators of National Limpoon. Uh, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Doug Kenny. Doug Kenny. Yes.
5: Yeah.
3: And so... And Chevy's very Chevy in it. Like, it's. I know you hear all those things from Community and stuff that he had certain breakdowns and stuff, but it's like, he really is Chevy. And you see young, super young footage of Chevy because he was with National Lampoon so early on. Very hot. But, oh, man, when he Mm -hmm. talks about, because I guess that was his best friend, and and Doug Kenny died right after Caddyshack, right after Caddyshack premiered.
5: So the the Chevys had the same stand-in forever. So the stand-in on Community and I would talk, and he was on National Lampoon's. And the woman in there in the movie the old woman on the dies on the grand uh, the spoiler alert the grandma poker. she has a stroke and forgets all of her lines and still shows up the next day or the day after and re- re- and relearns all of her lines in vacation but she has a stroke during that shooting
3: during the shooting
5: yeah and she ke- and she's in the back of the car and she just keeps repeating the words over and over again and then the director comes over and says um, there's something going on, and the medic goes, "Yeah, you're having a stroke." And then that night, she goes home with her husband, relearns all the lines, and then goes the next day and shoots. What? Yeah, yeah. So he wow. would tell me these stories that's like wild.
0: that. Good for her, man. I know, right? And that's Harold
5: stage Ramis actor. dealing with it. The- yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Stage actors show must go on. Yeah, Amazing. Right. And Harold Ramis, I think, and her husband sat with her that night and re- helped her relearn all the lines. Yeah. Wow. Did, Did yeah. anyone attend to the stroke? Yeah. No. You know, Once you're, once you're filming, you're just, you're just going. Time's <laughs> money. You just, no. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: just you suck, it up. suck it up. I love how story involved
5: going to the hospital.
0: <laughs> suck it up.
3: She's had a stroke. Just get her some rest and bring her back. Yes. <laughs> well, they got her to the hospital.
2: They're dumping fluids into her, and that's where they're going over top the, top the line. Top of the page. Top of the page. Let's yeah. so start again.
0: <laughs> On a whiteboard, they're writing her lines <laughs> down.
2: They just shoot from the good side. You know? Oh, yeah. dang. All right, well, let's get on to oh our Oscar God. segment, <laughs> okay, uh, Brady. We'll chat movies amazing, with you. Brady. Perfect. Here we go. Is this Oscar music?
4: I feel like there's oh going to oh be a porn yeah. starting. You that's- know what
2: this is? No, this is actual top forty countdown music from the seventies.
0: Oh. oh, that's fantastic. The seventies were so sexy.
2: And now let's get you the top forty songs of the nation. Walk you care. Just a little bit there. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Oscars will, What will be our winners on uh, Oscar night Will it be Moonlight Or moonlight? <laughs> 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 will it be La La Land Those are your front runners of course But uh, we'll talk about them all First of all Let's talk about our top 5 movies of the year Now, I don't even know Brady, Brady if you've prepared for this Do you have a favorite movie of the of
5: 2016? The Lobster the lobster. Oh, yeah.
3: I have not seen this, and that's an alternate reality, right? Or a weird futuristic. There are some
5: sci-fi elements. Yeah.
3: And it's Colin Farrell. Yeah.
5: And John and- C. Riley. And
3: oh well, I'd watch anything with
2: John C. Riley.
5: Uh, I I really enjoy. You lost it. Karen. They kill a dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's out.
3: I was
0: out.
5: Well, then you must have not liked Green Room either. Green Room. Oh no, think I think I Green Room it. is uh, two Stewart. dogs bite faces off. That's right. You'd like that one. The dogs <laughs> killed. The dogs
2: long
0: As long as dogs people. are killing, I'm good.
5: Yeah. <laughs> thing uh, the thing is bad,
2: the uh, thing is bad, Independence Day good. These is how it goes. Yeah. But one of the ones that's <laughs>
5: up here, Manchester by the Sea is I really enjoyed that movie. Great film
2: yeah yeah, I yeah. put that on my list. Um, let me run through mine real quick and make comments as you will. Number five, everybody wants some. Yes, everybody wants some Richard Thank Linklater. You. Watched it twice it. in a row. I watched it. I can't wait to watch it again. That's a 2-hour movie I could have watched 6 hours of. Now, you haven't seen this? No, I haven't.
5: Now, see,
3: so you were you were in you were going into baseball, right? You thought you were going to be a baseball player? Yes. Okay, this is this is this movie takes place the week before college when all the baseball players have to show up, <laughs> yes. but you're not in school yet. Yes. But you're in college now, having grown up in Oxford, Ohio, I saw this happen every year, which is that time where all the students come back, but nobody has to do anything yet, and the town's just going nuts and partying and stuff. You would love it. And Richard,
2: this Richard Linklater, so the writing, mm-hmm. the, the camaraderie, the characters, all fantastic.
3: Yeah, the characters are completely original, like it, but and yet you know them. you yeah. say some of those characters, and you're like, oh God, that's exactly, you know, whoever. That's what's amazing, <laughs> is the
5: people that have told me about that movie don't like baseball, don't play baseball, well, yeah, aren't too interested in baseball, but the story is... Fantastic.
2: Baseball's a backdrop for yeah, 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 really. yeah, it. It's all about getting girls and having parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Number four, Hell or High Water, which okay. is a fantastic thriller. Uh, Jeff Bridges is amazing in it, as is Ben Foster. And Chris Pine, the direction's outstanding. Okay. So yeah. that's a great film.
5: There's uh, nothing, uh, less is more, nothing is everything, right? That's what some actors say. Hmm. And Hell and High Water, that is certainly. And nothing is low key. Right. Like they are just they say everything without saying anything.
2: Yeah. And shot selection is super important. And when a movie chooses to utilize that to the to the best possible, you know, extent, it pays off. And the way that movie shot, there's, you know, there's isolated shots. There's uh, there's a great shot of Chris Pine learning really important news on the tv but you don't see him watching the tv you, you see he's looking over the camera at the tv and you mm-hmm. watch him watch it and you know yeah. everything that's happening and you hear the audio and you, you gauge his reaction because it has to be a certain way from the information that he's hearing i mean all that kind of stuff and, that is just outstanding direction. that
3: type of storytelling is great direction i hope it's up for editing then if that's the if that is told that way in in you know either minimalist or or you know i will look that up but uh um uh, I forget what I going to say. Well, I would say, um,
1: <laughs> not obviously the story is not the same, but Hell or High Water came across to me much like No Country for Old Men. Uh, Chris Pine is playing yeah. Josh Brolin. Jeff Bridges is playing um, and the setting uh, is the West Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and you're, you're rooting for a guy who's kind of doing a bad thing, but for a good reason, and... It's Yeah, I mean, to me, it was very, very similar. But it
3: doesn't have the yeah. mysterious villainy of the, the villain. No, no. That. It's, it's, it's these two guys. Yeah. They're kind of your heroes, too. I mean, that's what I'm saying.
1: They're doing a bad thing,
2: yeah. but for good reason. And you, much like uh, Llewellyn. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, number three is Manchester by the Sea for me. And why is that great, Brady? Because you want to
5: tell a story with Pictures. And that tells a story with pictures. <laughs> Damn <it>. Damn <laughs> 24 straight. of them a second if you can afford it. I <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know, start putting that in the commercials. <laughs>
2: uh, I, I love everything about that movie. Just, uh, it has some, some of the best acting of the year. I,
5: I like to, uh, I go, you should see Manchester by the Sea. Hang on, do you have two young kids? And if uh, they say yes, then I go, you may not yeah, want to watch Manchester movie. by the Sea.
0: <clears throat> they, nope. do, they don't kill a dog.
5: No, they don't.
2: Number one and number two for me, I've flopped back and forth a number of times. Marvel, I love what they're doing at Marvel. And last year, I've loved for years what they're doing at Pixar. And finally, I had a number one movie of the year that was a Pixar film, Inside Out. This year, I really Mm. came close, but Captain America Civil War falls in at number two for me. That movie... Is amazing. Is
3: amazing. It's amazing. The, now,
2: the, the 12th movie of a franchise yes. is their best? That's yes. unheard of.
3: You can't name a third in a series that's any good, right? right. I mean, you pretty much can't. This is the 12th in a series that culminates. And now I, I study these movies more than I study a Manchester by the Sea or a La La Land, which uh, are great. But uh, uh, at least the first half hour of Manchester by the Sea so far is pretty great. Yeah, anyway, watch the rest uh, of it eventually. Other <laughs> stuff happening in it? Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, they're all fine.
3: Apparently, as far no, as you know, no. everything's great. Father dies, everybody's cool? Okay, got it. Uh, it's really good. Um, no other cast members besides that first. Uh, uh, nobody so comes good. into his life? Okay, anyway. But yes, I, so I study Civil War a lot more. And I, I saw it five or six times or whatever. Uh, And it is a very impressive achievement, especially because it came out the same year as Batman v. Superman. And if you are Superman v. Batman, Dawn of Justice.
2: Uh, Which had no shot coming before or after Civil War.
3: But it is the most fascinating study, especially when you do consider the marketplace and why DC and uh, Warner Brothers made that movie was to catch up with them. But the way in which the two leads are pitted against each other it's fascinating that both those came out in a year. It's almost this ultimate statement on Marvel and superhero movies. But the way Civil War does it is they have their cake and they get to eat it too, which is you get to have the super fun airport fight and it. Almost doesn't matter. It feels like it matters at the moment. And then you get to have the very personal Captain America Iron Man fight, which is such great drama. Yep. And I would put a dramatic moment. My favorite one is the, the elevator scene with uh, Tony Stark. Oh. With, yeah. And, and Alfred uh, Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Yeah. Right? Fantastic. Fantastic and th- this is what it comes down to is uh, my my gripe with the oscars is uh, are these not well directed? only dramas are well directed? no comedies are well directed or acted? no, no comedies are well written? okay, i got gotcha. you. i mean, come on. give me a break. but this but this one in particular, moments like uh so when when tony stark is there and she it confronts him in the hallway and she is waiting by the elevator, he is standing he he goes up to to go to the elevator and that she reveals that her son died in an Avengers action from the previous movie right that they tried to save this thing but a lot of people died and her son died and she blames Tony Stark but the moment he realizes she is not there for the elevator and he looks down and the button hasn't been pressed and he very slowly reaches out and presses the button and then realizes
2: oh she's there to confront him
3: I mean that is she
2: goes for her purse and he stops her because he's that too he's had too much you know already too much uh, violence
3: and that so (laughs) indicates the reason that he would want to make them you know, illegal. This
2: is Jack Higgins <laughs> stuff. This is Ken Follett and Frederick Forsyth. It's like spy movie stuff. Done to the at the highest degree possible. So
3: well directed. Uh, it, impossible to it, make yeah. that
2: movie. Yeah, anyway. impossible to bring yeah. that many characters together coherently.
0: How do you um, do that? Nobody Adam, do that. did Sorry. you see Fences? It was three people in a backyard I talking. Do.
2: Do. Direct that. Try direct to direct that. that. <laughs> yes. However, uh, for you. for uh, point, mere yeah. for <laughs> pure <laughs> cinematic virtuosity, La La Land tops my oh, list. Yeah, that's something else. Isn't uh, it? That movie is a masterpiece.
5: It's it's a masterpiece. So, is it the future of filmmaking? So. You think how boy what how can you do a movie <laughs> inexpensive and you do it by doing the actual location up close and then when you go wide, you're in front of a green screen like that's how you can do you could be in the middle of Kansas and make a movie that way mm-hmm. you don't need to be out here to make a movie like that like i thought it was a i thought it was the future of filmmaking la la land, la la land.
2: yeah now, i'll give you that Well, that, tr- i mean considering Damien chazelle's like 31 and pulled out already two i mean i haven't seen his for i think there was a film before whiplash a short it yeah. was basically the same movie but these two movies whiplash yeah. and la la land the right. guys like i mean quickly the highest caliber director out there i think yeah.
3: not 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 making this best picture is like not making citizen Kane best picture you will look stupid years from now for not making that best picture i mean i, th- I think I mean, the guy's amazing what's your top five uh my top five, well, it's it's gonna be uh uh, uh Well Elvis and Nixon. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll that leave was with that. Great. I don't yeah. know uh, where these all fall. That's uh, my top ten. One, tip. two, For three. Sure. Elvis and Nixon, man, I just that movie is just it knows what it's doing so much. I've said it before. The fact that he is not he is doing Elvis without a southern accent, which you're not used to hearing. So he's just <clears> talking <throat> like that. It's such a great performance. And the the, the 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 pacing of that movie, the fact that everybody goes gaga over Elvis until you finally get to Nixon, and it is uh, Kevin Spacey doing the classic Nixon. <laughs> it's just absolutely perfectly. <laughs> cliche. Punched over, he's frowning. Punched over, fr- yeah. it's so good. And just and, and talk about a movie that's basically two people. I mean, there's 20 minutes where it's just Elvis and Nixon, yeah. and it's- but then
2: when you you forget when Colin Hanks and Evan Peters come on as oh. his aides trying to keep the president happy, they're hilarious too. So yeah. that movie's just great.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna La La Land's gonna be on there. I haven't ordered these. Yeah. Captain America: Civil War is probably number one, but Rogue One is gonna come up there, and that's just. A favorite but i also think that is i mean it, it, ta- it must be a star wars <laughs> fan uh, to some degree to see just how much quality there is to that but you know i'm a huge uh, i've never needed to apologize for george lucas he's a genius he's the greatest filmmaker of all time i adore george <laughs> lucas and he is the reason that the force awakens in this are in rogue one are good and so i did like that they made another movie that had a clear whole story before it just like star wars um dr strange I uh, put it in my top, top films of the year, uh, because that is impossible. That is the hardest Marvel story to make. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I like, love those guys being emboldened and going, all right, we're going to tell the toughest no, one now. No, there's
2: no challenge anymore. Like, you think, well, they couldn't possibly, and they kill it. Yeah. Marvel. They're just and they different.
3: kill it. And it is so the comic, but it is also so its own thing. I mean, the... Pink Floyd-inspired score by Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino, who did Rogue One. Michael Giacchino, who also composed Doctor Strange and Star Trek Beyond in this year. Not nominated for any of that, because he didn't go, we <laughs> with strings. I hate all the nominees for score this year. Uh, and then and then La La Land. And uh, everybody wants some, I'd put that up there, too, in uh, La La, La Land. They've gone to, like, six or seven. But yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. They're all good. But it's anyway. a
2: great year. I don't want to hear anyone say the year is bad, because I oh, yeah, I'm fantastic. with you. I mean, I haven't even yeah. mentioned Arrival. Or uh, Sully didn't see it. Sully's great. Sully's great. Um, Karen, what do you got? All
0: right, so I put them in the. This will be the order backwards. So Bridget Jones' Baby, (laughs) (laughs) of
5: course. That's number one.
0: No, that's number five. 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 We're working away. So I just want to represent for that because I thought that it was a very good sequel and it brought back characters that I loved and it did a great thing with them and it was a really well-told story and it
2: improved on the underperforming second one.
0: It did. It was better than the second one. I liked it very much. And it was also just something that uh, isn't a lot of, um, there aren't a lot of romantic comedies out there, and so it represented very well.
2: There are none.
0: Or else there are none. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that was it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I thought it it held up. It wasn't uh, embarrassing by any means. Then Manchester by the Sea. Of course, I love that. You guys all love that. And actually, there are more than one romantic comedy. And here's the other one. Me before you. What is that? How could you guys What's have forgotten you? me before you? What's that? It's the wait one wait about Wait, wait,
1: wait. Somebody's dying.
0: Someone's in a wheelchair. And all the... Oh, she falls and in love with the rich guy who's about love. to die and
2: give her all her money. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, the mother.
2: Did the we mother call this guy's tires. half in the can. I'm. I'm on my way to heat. I'm been really your show, when you're offended. We called you cynical.
0: She is a very a unique Trademark. girl who lives in a town where everybody thinks that she's weirdo. I related to it very much, and so then she would get. She just needed to get a job, and the mother hired her because all the regular nurses, the guy was being a dick to them. Mm-hmm. So she was completely unqualified, but was cute. So she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go with what men like. And they hire her, and she's horrible at it, Girl and they power. fight all the time, and then eventually they fall in love, and it's wonderful.
1: I think you deserve credit just for remembering that movie was out <laughs> this yeah, year. right?
0: And number two, very close with number one. What? Number two, Sing Street.
2: Oh, yeah. Another
0: Sing semi-romantic oh, comedy. Fantastic movie, cried three times.
2: Sing Street is outstanding.
0: It's great, you yeah. guys. It's mm-hmm. about a bunch of uh, up and comer musicians in the '80s, and it takes place, I believe, in Ireland. And oh, okay. it's yeah, so yeah. heartfelt, and it is not just about music. It's it's about people making art instead of beating down art and destroying things. And these unlikely oh. group of people come together
3: and form a band, and it's so awesome. Is, is it is it from the director of Once? Yes. Direct- okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really well directed. Yeah.
0: Very great movie. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And of course, number one, Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. yeah. Which I like very much, and I'm even wearing my screw you necklace. So
3: Yeah, it's just the whole, right. the whole, the whole special. Very hard mm-hmm. film to make. I <laughs> mean yeah, especially right? I mean have I you don't know.
1: directed Ghost. This the it's the old rule. <laughs> Never work with children, animals, and ghosts. They just walk through walls and take
5: the breaks wherever they want. I have one question about Ghostbusters twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Three.
5: Outside their office, there's a bust of Harold Ramis.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, outs- yeah outside yeah. of the um, office of the, the school. Of the Aaron. School. So he's the Gilbert. only
5: real Ghostbusters? Because Bill Murray plays somebody else. Dan yeah. Aykroyd plays somebody else. Are they still...
0: Well, it's interesting because they're kind of alluded oh, to that, that me- Dan Aykroyd could still be a Ghostbuster. And Harold Ramis's bust is there as he's part of, like...
5: But we kind of don't know what the what character is. is. We don't know what that either. is. Oh, I see. But is the it Spangler on I thought that's what it said, it but does, I not I, I don't know. think Maybe. it's
0: a Spangler. I couldn't read it. Yeah. That's a good point, though. I should see it again. Well,
2: now we can... In Blu-ray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but even... Uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson could be. They could be working around and undercover. So, Who knows? Right, like that. That makes, But we do know Bill Murray got killed right away. Bart, hit <laughs> yeah. us.
1: Uh, you might be surprised that yes. my number fifth movie of the year was Singster. Ghostbusters.
3: All right. Yes. Uh, number four
1: <laughs> was uh, the Jason Bourne movie. Oh, oh yeah. you did? You yeah. that. Okay. And then number three, uh, the other Jason Bourne movie. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so a Bourne, Bourne, I like Bourne Identity first and then Bourne Supremacy. Oh, oh wait. So was, you,
3: did, you didn't mean Jason Bourne? Like the...
1: Oh no 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 that one sucked no no oh 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 no and I'm, I'm yeah I'm talking about the original Ghostbusters
0: Uh-huh. oh and I'm not gonna Jason. complain about that because that's a great movie oh yeah oh.
1: Born Born Identity Born Supremacy oh and then uh, number four Shawshank <laughs> love Shawshank this year yeah that was a good one and uh, Shawshank number one, never disappointed. came out on Showtime <laughs> number one of course a uh, Few Good Men so. yeah yeah that is a good oh, yeah. one I'm sorry was this not supposed that's to be you don't leave the house the TBS my top five TBS <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I throw you off my first three? Are those a little. Was good. You
0: know misleading? what? I agree with a lot of those choices. Right? Yeah. They are great
1: movies. <laughs> those are the ones I saw this year. Yeah. It's always, I always here's a it, fun fact. I haven't seen a single Oscar nominated movie. <laughs> yeah. It is just the Like a Batman came out too
5: late. It's same top five. <laughs> same top five for you. It's top five comics. Chris Rock. It's always Jerry Seinfeld yeah. of, <laughs> of the year. Top five up and coming comics yeah. Carlin.
2: <laughs> Wait, speaking of all-time stuff, real quick before we launch... Wait, does the, Supremacy beat... Hold
3: on. Does Supremacy beat... You no, know, Legacy's not on there, right?
2: No, Legacy.
3: Ultimatum is my
1: <laughs> oh, the favorite. Yeah. That is the best. But it wasn't out
3: this year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, stick to the rules.
2: It was not on TVS this year. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Brady, what's your favorite movie of all
5: time? Can I say real quick that we used to... Somebody used to program these movies for us, and now I have to go to Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and program. Them. It's like I didn't know when I wanted to watch Shawshank. I just know I watched it.
3: This is the great thing about Directv now. I'm like, I just put it on. Yeah, like I don't. am so tired uh, of so making decisions sometimes.
5: Six figures programming that for. Us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is a movie by David Mamet called State and Maine. Oh, really? State That's with in William H, H. Macy, cool. it's Bill and, H Macy, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. And uh,
1: what's the hottie in that? From Born uh, the Bourne movies. Is she? Patenta? Uh, uh, no, no. Potenta? State of Maine is- Is, uh, is it
5: hey Mammoth's wife, right? The no, British I thought, No, she Pidgeman. plays the hottie Toddy that- Rebecca- Oh, she plays- oh, Julia, Julia. Oh, oh, Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. Oh, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, She's Alec Baldwin and her have Super a- Super cutie And Alec Baldwin,
3: right? right. Alec Baldwin. And it's all jokes about sh- Hollywood coming it's to a small, town.
5: small yeah. town. That's great. Is that uh, where he
1: says, make sure you
2: both get your cookies? I don't believe it. Alec Baldwin? Well, he brought the line. Well, that happened.
5: Yes, I <laughs> uh, oh, that.
3: Our uh, yeah,
2: lexicon. <laughs>
3: that is How's such that? a handy quote. Well, yeah. oh, so
5: that oh, happened. I asked my mom. I go, what, what's what are movie lines you used to do? And she said, The Graduate. A lot of things from The Graduate. But like, anytime I checked into a hotel, my dad would come <laughs> with a toothbrush and go, I got it. I got the toothbrush. I got the toothbrush. <laughs> I got it. That's
3: awesome. Aren't you forgetting something, Benjamin?
5: Well, what's the, the, what's that, Mrs. Robinson? The room
2: number, Benjamin. <laughs> are,
5: you,
3: are, you guys, are you here
2: for the affair? Are you here for an affair? Fuck <laughs> Henry. Oh, my God. That's my fairytale. Are you here for the- <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to the nominees real quick. We'll have some comments. Just round table fast thoughts, comments, what should be nominated, what was uh, a bad nomination or good nomination, anything like that. Well,
1: Paul, I don't want to uh, start off on a bad note, but there is a bit of a scandal brewing in the nominations. Um there is a uh, yeah there's a one one of the nominees for best foreign language is a film from Australia
3: let's just let that sink in for a minute <laughs> oh oh it- <laughs> be funny if they nominated best foreign
2: language this year Swedish yeah. no it is uh, there's a movie from Australia so they
0: speak English oh, yeah. I
2: don't hey. Bart insists all his facts be fun and he's delivered that's <laughs> right That is a fun it could
0: be outback language like clicking and flacking. Well, well no <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean gods must be crazy yeah. if you've seen like the original Mad Max before they dubbed it you can't understand anything saying <laughs> nothing <Go on. laughs> well, let's talk for, let's go right to the top let's talk about uh, best picture I think I gave one of these away yeah. okay uh, as I said I have not seen any of these so I will bow out for a little bit of this that, But I will predict La
1: La Land wins, because I mm-hmm. am taking a, a read of the temperature of the world in the mm-hmm. country and, and, and people, and I've seen clips of this movie, and I think it's what everyone's
2: going to enjoy watching.
3: By the way, go see it. I think you're yeah. going to love it. I think you really I'd like to see You it,
5: will yeah. not regret uh, going. To well, see
2: for it. you and for everyone, I'm going to recap the nominees here real quick. i just throwing some okay. uh, clips yes. from the movies All together. Right. I have something I need you to translate for me.
5: What law is there say I got to like you? While everybody else is taking life, I'm going to be saving it. <laughs> you got a gun on <laughs> you, old man.
4: You damn right I got a gun on me. Every time we have a chance to get ahead, they move the finish line.
0: You're fired.
2: Every night I, imagine that I'm walking those streets, huh? What happened to my brother? At one point, you got to decide for yourself who you want be. There you go. I, I so want, that's all the movies. I
0: want to it. see that movie. Just <laughs> yeah. all combining that that idea
4: I to break it down. it's
2: Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, which is nominated for best editing. Oh, a Hidden okay. Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. I am on the board with La La Land hundred percent. Have you seen all these, Paul? I have. You have? Yeah. Uh, the, my least favorite is Lion. Lion is, is
0: not necessary. Okay. It's, it's, it's not necessarily a bad movie, but it's not necessarily a best picture.
2: It's just not surprising. No. Here's the movie, what the movie's about. And you could tell you how it ends when I tell you the plot, and you'd be right, and you'd just watch it unfold with good performances and great photography, but I just never was like anything new and exciting like... Hell or high water or a, a rival. Good Lord. Yeah,
3: boy, I got to see this arrival. Is that, is that already on rental? Can we rent is, that? Yeah. that? That is a great thing that they collapse that window for video. So Because I just rented, I only watched the first half hour, but I rented Manchester by the Sea today. And I can also rent Moonlight and, you know, I mean, Hacksaw Ridge, I assume, too, I can rent. Well, I'm not sure about that. Either, yeah. But- Cause uh, yeah, it's I, I love an Oscar catch up. I love this week because mm. I just saw La La Land and Hidden Figures on the same day.
2: Don't watch them on the same day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> One is definitely a letdown after the other. Uh, you know, um,
2: yeah, La La Land is just pure cinematic joy. If you it, it can't get behind what the characters are doing in that movie, then you just don't have joy in your life. You don't have <laughs> dreams. You've never risked anything <laughs> to go there and to celebrate these riskers, these people who put it all on the line for everything they believe in love if you can't get behind that you know that
1: happens in collide too, It's on Paul. you had we
2: previewed it you'd know well we don't know <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it all all
1: much rock dog? how much does <laughs> it's, rock dog risk rock dog all risks about everything. love and collide he has to drive so fast for so love so
2: fast
4: <laughs>
1: just for love and when,
2: for, when she you know she, she can't sing but she you know what she saves it for when she needs it when she unloads stop Karen. full voice with that's that right. song oh, at the end that's right it is just everything she's gonna up i gotta mean, they put it all out there
3: I mean and the other thing is too is uh, you know I I, I got to see these movies earlier because I hate because I sit there and watching it and I'm like what's the what don't people like about this again but my main rule for movies is that you know you set your tone you set your reality as quickly as you can obviously you, you're trying to engross a, a audience in the first 10 minutes of any movie so and this one opens up with a traffic jam on the 101 setting and then everybody gets out and dances which is just an incredible cuz it's a, obviously a movie about LA it's la la land but it's also you know a, a movie about musicals and acting and all that stuff the fact that it is such a classic musical when it wants to be but that it plays that like a note that it will then all of a sudden boom be handheld and we're into another thing i mean that is he the movie is played like notes in such a in such a, a an expert way i mean really there's just so much genius all over this movie but it sets its tone right away here is how real this movie is going to be in that there's a huge musical, musical sequence and then boom we're down in an audition and we're handheld and it's a whole other world that's where we're going to go back and forth the whole time
2: and the lyrics of that opening song are about how hard it is to be here you left my love i left the loved one behind at the bus stop and came here Mm -hmm. i got here and the additions are troublesome and i can't get anywhere and they're joyous about it all because they know it's they're they're put again they're giving it all they're risking it all and that's why people come here I would also
3: say what's interesting is because everybody in this room lives in Los Angeles, and there is something about this movie that does <laughs> definitely resonate a little more to, to us or maybe a lot more. Um, but I don't want to think that this is a movie that couldn't uh, people are saying, "Oh who can buy into?" You I'd know. be
0: curious to hear what the WRFA audience thought about this, the people living back home that yeah. aren't may never have even come to Los Angeles.
3: But I'm not a boxer either, and I can watch Rocky, you know. So I I mean, I, I think that it does translate. But for us who live here, there is a certain interesting reality that it covers because, you know, we'll all go to a job tomorrow. We'll all do whatever. But there is this Hollywood in our head that we stay here for even if it's uh, even if we had a bad week or two or three or four months, you know, <laughs> but that that when she goes into the musical thing and you see it turns into a giant musical like we all do have that in our heads here. But there's a reality. You just got to go to work at nine to five it tomorrow, too. You know, I I, I I found that interesting that that is such a, that the character of L.A. is all throughout this, but in a magical way. But, uh, you
2: know, it's, it's certainly true. magical. Yeah. yeah. He creates a magical version of L.A. Uh, that works for me. Your pick, Brady. <clears throat>
5: well, I enjoyed Los Angeles Land. Los Angeles Land. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that's how they're promoting it overseas.
5: Mm-hmm. But I'm going ahead and say Moonlight. 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 Okay, I gotta see this. That, I mean,
2: it's interesting to, to see that's the race because they're so different. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're in one camp or the other. You're not kind of probably gonna slide to. Switch aisles, I don't know, Moonlight's fantastic It's
3: It's your classic Oscar nominee Because it's very But it's still like, we were talking about how this
2: year reflects The year that Birdman and Boyhood And all these sort of really offbeat movies Were in the mix, this is another one That's not a standard, it's not so so standard Like Hidden Figures is more traditional This is still sort of uh, Directed with a, a definitely Artistic approach that is not Immediately accessible but Reaps big rewards
3: my problem with hidden figures, obviously it's very poorly directed. But uh, but also the people keep saying it's the help but with the space race. And I understand that. <laughs> that's,
2: they've simplified it a little bit. That's that
3: very is. simplifying it. But also that's like the help is – I've seen the help a bunch. That's like a really – that, that deserved to be a best picture because that – is extremely well directed, extremely well acted, and this one is like it's kind of rote in its delivery of these events, which are amazing events, uh, but uh, but very rotely delivered. Like, and then this happens, and then this happens, mm. and then the person must point out the racism. We, I mean, we just saw like it could be dramatic. Like you were saying that shot of watching the TV and that sort of directing, like that ain't Hidden Figures. No, it's, it's, it's kind of upsetting. Like, cause you're like, ah, oh, you could. Do more with this that that, but they, you know, I mean, it's still spectacular because it's a space race. But I talk to a lot of space race movie. No space space race movie. No space race, race movie. Okay, anyway,
5: go <laughs> ahead. I talk to people from the Midwest that are old, and they say La La Land is a little too simple of a story, but it does eventually get a little more interesting. But Hidden Figures they say is one of the greatest movies of all time.
1: Oh, so yes? I'm interested
5: to see where the Oscars go with. If this.
1: only if only the people voted. Yeah. yeah, it is the academy. But you do have Civil War would have a chance. But it's you you, the People's <laughs> Choice Award. <laughs> but you Uh-oh. do
5: have, I mean, you know, these these voters are a little sensible to what's going on in the Midwest, right? What's yeah, that's where really they're going to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. yeah Karen, you got a pick.
0: Um, I liked La La Land most of the time, and then I thought it was not what I liked. But um, I think that La La Land will win only because it's completely hits all the notches of what needs to happen in a movie for the people in hollywood to vote for themselves but i ding, liked ding, hidden,
1: ding, ding, like ding. and it's a movie about movies. and it's a
0: movie about us and yeah. all that but i liked i liked um hidden figures better than la la land just because i like it's not the la la land's fault it's my fault it's how i like movies i like to learn something new in a movie so since i've been in Los Angeles and everything about La La Land is true, I've been there.
1: I know how not to get hired for a job. Exactly.
0: I got all that. I know how awful it is and how hard and how you have to be real positive. I got it. But I did not know anything about the women involved in the math. I had no idea that you have to do the math before you send the guy into space. Like, if the math doesn't work, that guy dies. Yeah, That was fascinating to me so I learned something
3: and yet they don't cover it very well they don't let those figures add up to suspense they remain hidden (laughs) hidden. (laughs) (laughs) hidden. I thought it was
0: more about a woman who found a way to use her abilities and her mind in a world that she had to no one just said hey you can go into the meeting she needed to be in the meeting because she needed to hear the information that the men were hearing as soon as they heard it, and she need, needed to make sure it wasn't watered down by the time she got it, because it was already obsolete by the time they walked out of that door. So she had the balls to hear the information and say, let me in that meeting. And that was not common back in the 60s. And that was just as important as a woman being really good at math. Mm-hmm. So I, I think all that, maybe they didn't make the movie the way Adam wanted it, made. But I think that story is more important than La La Land
3: lady balls are But the you best. can still get all that info in I think but like a little more creatively A little told, more that's
0: dancing all. and <laughs> <laughs>
3: whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> when are going to music <laughs> come on. Well, With that, let's go to Gotta acting go to categories. Space. Let's go to acting categories
2: real quick. Best supporting <laughs> actress, <laughs> Viola Davis in Fences, Naomi Harris in Moonlight, Nicole Kidman in Lion, Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures, we were just talking about, and Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea.
5: Ooh, Jackie's not up for best picture?
3: No. Jackie? Wouldn't Jackie. Jackie come and go? Where did that it's, was, it's where good was that in theaters? I know but it just Sure. Did it disappear? Uh, I, I think, think
2: your lock of the night is Viola Davis. I yeah. think they've been wanting to give her an Oscar because yeah. she's good in everything. Absolutely. Uh, she was great in the help, she was great in yeah. doubt. Um, and this will be the she chance She hasn't won to give one her yet? One. No. Oh. And oh. I've said oh. this yeah, before the Academy doesn't always get it right on
1: the movie, but they get the number of Oscars you should have correct. You're right! Right. Russell Crowe should have a couple of Oscars. One of them should not be for Gladiator, no. but he should have gotten one yeah. for Inside yeah, Man. Know, right? right? So he, he should have one. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, they got Titanic right for Best Picture.
1: Yeah.
2: That's true. I'm just saying they sometimes it's not the movie but the number of Oscars you should have. Yeah. Right. Uh, I like Michelle Williams in in uh, Manchester Ooh. by the Sea as well. That's that's a tough call for me cuz Viola Davis was really good. I think she will win. Mm-hmm. Michelle da- uh, Michelle Williams was outstanding. I mean, everyone talks about the scene between her and Lee uh, towards the end of the film that is the crux of the whole movie mm. and they both nail that scene so well. I think that's Oscars for both of them.
3: As as someone who's only seen the first half hour of that, her entrance is very nice. I was like, I'm ready to watch her for the rest
5: of the movie because yeah. she
3: just very strong right off the bat. So I'm I'm very excited.
5: <laughs> Did you say Denzel for best actor? Uh, I didn't get t- the best actor, but oh, we
2: can yeah. go there. Um, Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hex uh, Ridge, Ryan Gosling, and La La Land. Vigo Mortensen and Captain Fantastic, which I just saw. Oh, Fun and fact Denzel about Washington best and actor. Why don't you lay it on us? Every actor in best actor
1: except one is also in a best uh film a best picture oh. so it's just the opposite of the best actress
3: oh okay except for Vigo is the only one that's not in a movie I am saying so
1: every yeah. actor in the best actor category except one mm. is in a best picture all the actresses in the best actress yeah. except one
5: is not in uh, a best
1: picture
3: Bart that is a very fun are fact you, are you it picking is. Denzel Brady
5: <laughs> yeah I'll pick Denzel Washington for a uh, uh, center square suggestion or a block or I'm uh,
2: <laughs> <or>, uh, <laughs> sorry for a prediction or <laughs> for the prediction. that's who you'd pick
5: that's who I would pick that's a prediction Prediction. That's a prediction.
2: <laughs> well, he won the SAGA war. They kind of pull, I mean, Casey of
5: Affleck head. is who I would probably pick. Like Same here. Denzel yeah. Washington. Well, that he yeah. should be picked.
0: I'll have to make sure I have him on my Rotoflex. I think I have Denzel. Oh
2: mm. ah, yes, we're playing Rotoflex yeah, again. Have to the put uh, that out fantasy there. football for movies.
3: When's the last time Denzel won one?
2: Uh, the, the training day. This would be his third Oscar, right? Correct. He also won for Glory. Is
5: there really a fantasy football for Oscar? There picks? is. Yeah. yeah. Was, we yeah. Went, <laughs> in, in 2003, a mutual friend of Adam and I, Bill Cruz, said, there should be a uh, fantasy football for Oscars. And we're like, yeah, there's really a couple
2: really of them. Rota Joe Canale turned us on, too. So that's yeah, the one man. we're yeah, involved yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Best uh, actress then, Isabelle Huppert for Elle, Ruth mm-hmm. Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone in La La Land, and Meryl Streep and Florence Foster Fun Jenkins. fact. Yes. yes. I've already tell covered me.
0: that <laughs> <laughs> It's
4: still fun, though. It's still fun. I got to uh, tell
2: you,
0: fl- Florence Foster Jenkins is really wonderful.
2: I thought that might make you top five.
0: I, it was really good. It, it could have. I, really some... before, before <laughs> I really liked you before me.
2: I really liked that. Whatever it's called. Uh, Here
0: was something whatever. I found
1: interesting. Entertainment Weekly, in their uh, Snubs and Surprises, picked... Uh, Meryl Streep as a surprise nominee to which I responded was she in a movie this year then it's yeah. not a surprise but
3: they're doing the same math you did which is she's had a lot oh, yeah. even if you were the best actress you're just not getting nominated this year I mean I was actually a little surprised yeah, just okay. because it's like she's received how many Oscars does she have
2: uh, three Three. It has to end with teen by now, right? <laughs> I think she was nominated teen Iron time. Lady, yeah. Sophie's Choice, Kramer versus Kramer. I think that's
3: Iron it. Iron Lady, now that's the one where Tony Stark... I, <laughs> yeah. I think she has
2: 17 nominations for yeah. something ridiculous like that. <laughs> Susan Lucci. And you know Oscar. what? Florence Foster Jenkins, <laughs> she's good! She's, she's really good. good in it, yeah. And
5: you want to get her in front of a microphone, you know? It's her turn to get in front of a microphone again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs>
3: curious. And, uh, a, and another m- completely different performance for her. Like, what? This whole Florence... I haven't seen it, but it's like... I this is a crazy movie. <laughs> this but movie's insane. the story insane. is great. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't
5: seen it, but it's a little like La La La, La Land, where yeah. it's just kind of like a, you know, is it real? Is it fake? Am I good? Am I not good? Great questions.
3: I think it's actually Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and... I think that's oh, how that makes actually sense. fully pronounced <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has an apostrophe.
2: I missed that. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we didn't do best sporting activities. So, Marshallah, Ali, Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Heller Highwater, Lucas mm. Hedges for Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel and Lion, or Michael Shannon and Nocturnal Animals. This is a stacked category. Yeah, yeah. I love all of them.
3: Like Bill Murray used to do on Saturday Night Live, just wipe it off. Yeah, nobody cares about these. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd probably give it to Bridges because I thought his performance was great. And then at the end, he just brought it all home, The the, the his character's final mm-hmm. 20 Brit- minutes are oh. fantastic uh michael shannon nocturnal animals is horribly underseen he's great in that yeah. movie he might
5: get they, shannon and that movie is great it might be one of those uh moholland drive situations for shannon where he gets it this time because they missed him the first exactly. what they last yeah. two years they've missed him so yeah that the revolutionary but i, Road, think, I think lucas think. hedges lucas hedges Get some young talent in there Just doing the math I would do Michael yeah. Shannon Right? That's uh,
3: yeah, just the Oscar man yeah, the They'll Oscar. get it right eventually Yeah, yeah. yeah. We um, need him to have an Oscar This might be the year
1: I don't want to play spoiler But I, I actually got tipped off On the special effects award winner If you'd like to know It's actually going to be Deepwater Horizon For making Mark Wahlberg Look five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
3: that, is, that takes a, uh, a Sony no. digital a lot Do you guys oh, really. want to get
5: You guys want to get Behind the candelabra here yes. So,
3: Yes, <laughs> yes please
5: if you are a top tier Mark Wahlberg type actor, you try to do three or four movies a year because the likelihood of all four of them bombing is very low odds. So they hope that one of those hits. So then the year after, they'll be able to have a career still. Interesting.
1: So I'm yeah. not doing enough films, is what you're saying.
5: You need to do at least uh, four. Brady, more how more. many of
1: you? Been I need in to this do year? four more a year. Uh, <laughs>
5: I'll have I'll one coming it. out March 10th. <laughs> well up, I, I, up I did, the pace, come on. He
2: does yeah. do that. He does uh, trade up you know, his Transformers for a Patriots Day, oh, yeah. and then he'll put out a, yeah. whatever yeah, he, uh, Max Payne, and then he'll do uh, Deepwater Horizon. B- so he
5: does 12 for them, one for him. That's,
2: uh, <laughs> 12 for the bank.
1: I
0: almost yeah. had artificial intelligence on my list, by the way. Really? That movie artificial was killing me while I was watching what it. What is that? That's the one with The Rock and... Oh, Central. Oh, yeah. Central. Yeah, Central. Oh, Central, Central Intelligence. Central yes. Intelligence. I can't remember the name yes. of it. I'm written, sorry. Written by
3: friend of the show, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Sorry, yes.
0: Ike. Central Intelligence was and, fantastic.
3: And I don't know if this is the one to stand on, but I will because I love Ike. Uh, that you know when it again when it comes down to the writing awards it, why can't uh, comedies are so hard it's to so write funny. and that is a very well written yeah. comedy because that that walks all worlds that's one an action comedy very hard to write it gets kind of confusing
0: which I liked because it starts to go in on itself it it I takes like these
3: two actors and plays both sides yeah. of them the one we're used to in the one they start as they flip them and then mm-hmm. I mean it's just like there's so much going on in that so much comedy math and action math yeah. going on in that that it's like it's very successful that's a well written movie yeah. and apparently th- not a very yeah. good title though sorry about speaking that speaking of I writing
1: um, six of the nine best pictures are adapted from other from books <laughs> so they're movies yeah yeah, so. that's Ding. so that they can get <laughs> so wow. six, yeah six of the six of the nine best pictures oh, are best, oh, gotcha. best picture are adapted from other and your all, favorite thing all of the yeah. best Ding. adapted screenplay nominees are adapted from Stump Something. Oh, no kidding. That's a great (laughs) stat.
3: Now that is a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) But seriously, six of the nine are
1: based on other source material. Only
5: three original screenplays are up for best picture. I only know that William Goldman, the writer... uh, uh, um, Marathon Man. There you go. Butch Cassidy. Yep. Misery. He says adapting, like misery, adapting from a piece that already exists is one of the most difficult things, if not the most difficult thing to do. Because you love so much of the book misery which parts do you grab out of it
1: the best ones done
5: well but then in the book he she cuts his legs off uh because he, he cuts his ankles off saws them off but in the movie he was like yeah i can't do that because that makes him immobile and you have to be able to make him uh. walk later so you have to figure out little tough things to figure out well and can't be married to anything
3: yeah and that's the other thing about hidden figures it uh, very clearly covers literally everything that happens in that book because, like, I yeah. mean, they, they don't it's it, they you know
2: she she gets married and they have the whole you know it's, it's it covers literally everything. As ever, we've just gone on too long about all these. Now we got to get to the finale of the show. Mm. Uh oh. Any like, final I, thoughts on the Oscars, there, Brady? Um, they're this Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: one more spoiler alert. Uh, for the first time ever in Oscars, there's a tie in the Best Mustachioed Character, and that goes to Sully. Uh, I did like the
3: the Pilot and co-pilot
2: yeah. both have amazing oh, mustaches. Great
3: mustaches. Paul, are we not doing the snubbies?
2: Uh, do no you want time. to do an extra? Content? There's no time except the obviously the biggest uh, snub is Amy Adams for Arrival. Oh, okay. the, I mean she probably the best actress performance of the year wasn't nominated. Just like when Captain Phillips was snubbed, Tom Hanks, uh, oh, not yeah. even nominated. Probably the best performance that year too.
3: I'm gonna go uh, the biggest snub of the year. I don't know if it'd be Best Adapted. It's even more impressive as Best Adapted, but Deadpool. Is that movie easy to write? No, it's it has got a WGA not. nomination. Did it? It did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, good. That's interesting. Yeah. So the writers
2: know what's up, but yeah, yeah. the academy, they screwed it. And they even put in like an extra category, an extra nominee, because there's six in that category. Where normally every category gets like five nominees. They put in six. Still didn't find room for Deadpool. Unfair. And
3: Deadpool, you're adapting 25 years of a. Of. A, of, a, of. I mean, it doesn't
2: follow all that necessarily, but you know, right. it's uh It's. But again, you got to pick the best. Yeah. Right. Uh, well now let's get on to the big fan Uh-oh. The finally the of the finally. show uh, We'll wrap up the show the way, the best way we know how Karen's look at the birthdays of those who make the movies It's Karen's birthdays, take it away
5: Let's
0: just wish a very happy birthday To Mr. Jordan Peele His birthday was yesterday How crazy is that He turns 37 but he can play anywhere From a writer to a director which he does this very week. It's so crazy. As we all know, he is the writer and director of Get Out. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> you can also see him in Keanu, which I thought was fantastic. Did you guys see that?
1: Yes. I still have not.
0: Seen that. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. Mad TV, of course. Kean Peel, the Storks, and the Mindy Project.
3: And a long time ago in Chicago, when there were very few sketch groups in Chicago, there was schadenfreude, and so we would hear rumblings of other sketch groups Mm -hmm. whenever there were. There were so few. And uh, one of them we heard very early on in the late 90s was a show called Two White Guys, which was Jordan Peele and uh, Rebecca, yeah, Becky, Becky something.
0: (laughs) Well, all right. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know anything about that. That sounds cool. Drysdale.
3: Becky Drysdale. Becky Drysdale. So it's called Two White Guys. (laughs) <laughs> it was a show that had both hilarious. A, a, a white female and a black
0: man. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a fun fact, and you were playing some of the Barack Obama uh, bit earlier from Keegan Peele. He auditioned for Barack Obama, playing Barack Obama for Sarah Live, and was offered to become a featured player, but then the writer's strike came, and so he found out that Mad TV would be continuing, and he lost the part and the opportunity to be on SNL.
3: Oops. Mm, I think we're better that. off for that.
0: I think so, too. I mean,. He was able to spread, oh, yeah. you know, spread his wings and get known for.
3: I'd rather him do that independently on his own show to, yeah. to be to become famous for that.
0: Uh, let's see, um, let's see. Fred Armisen, I think, went on to play Obama that time, and oh, yeah, that's right. ah, but then Peele went on to write and perform his own Obama sketches. So in a way, it actually worked out because he was able to do it anyway in his yeah, own way. In his own, yeah, exactly. Which is even. better.
4: And sometimes. you know,
3: it's always when there's a, with the exception of the current president, which is funny because everybody's been doing impersonations of him since 1985. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but usually you know the, the someone comes out and then it's like nobody has it down like Dana Carvey with George Bush you know you're like ah oh, and they nail it I mean Jordan Peele had that like nobody was doing Obama and then everybody's actually doing Jordan Peele's Peele Obama. Doing Obama yeah, yeah. No, it's just like George That's what Paul does Bush. he
0: does um Nixon. I don't do Bob
2: Dole but I do oh, uh Nor McDonald's, McDonald's Bob Dole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, Barack Obama, he says, is one of the best things that ever happened to black nerds. Up until Obama, it was basically Urkel and that black guy from Revenge of the Nerds, Lamar. Lamar. Other than that, there were no cool role models. So thank you, Barack, for being a cool black role model.
2: And then that uh, clip that we played earlier, Bradley Whitford, I forgot he was in Revenge of the Nerds, too. Oh, ah, yeah! Yeah, that was was from.
3: He is, uh, who is he in He
2: was the Ted McGinley. (laughs) Yeah, he was the Alpha Beta...
3: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Isn't he the... No, no, he's the uh, um, the violent. Uh... No, it's
2: Timothy Busfield. Oh, Timothy Busfield. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now, if you wonder how <laughs> they ever met, according to IMDb, which I guess someone they write it themselves or something. So hopefully this is the truth. Peel first encountered Key when he witnessed the comedian doing his Coach Hines character at the Second City way back in 2003. Oh wow. Then Peel's troupe, Boom Chicago, was visiting from Amsterdam when it was Peel's turn to perform. Key marveled at his Ute bit. Ute. They've admired each other ever since. Anybody, Ute, did you get oh, to see the Ute, Ute?
3: Yeah, I
0: bit?
5: I didn't I see that. I, that knew, I remember Jordan being in Amsterdam. I don't remember the Ute bit. Oh, that was, that'd was be Second City Detroit?
0: I don't know. I didn't well, yeah, say yeah, specifically. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it Second was. Second City Detroit. That's pretty I don't cool. remember seeing the Ute bit. Yeah, is, is Second City Detroit even still a thing? Or it's yeah. still very much A, thing.
5: Oh, and very a lot good of good for people. Them. Sam Richardson came out of there, Mark Evan Jackson came out of there. Second uh, City's
1: still there. Detroit, not so much. No, not yeah, so much. Much. <laughs> <laughs> What else are they going to see
3: in
0: this? <laughs> he and, uh, and uh, Key, they also made cameos as gangsters in the music video for Weird Al's White and Nerdy.
3: Yes. Oh, right? Gosh, yes.
1: How funny.
0: Kind of perfect. And Bart, you know how much I love when celebrities sing.
1: This is true, Brady. Something's going to happen to you uh, after you do the show. Almost immediately when you walk out the door, people are going to come up to you and they're going to say, Hey, tell me two interesting things about Ooh, that Karen uh, Volpe. The first thing you're going to tell them is, no, those pantyhose are not control top. That's all naturally tucked in there.
0: <laughs> That's very important.
1: Please That's pass that right. around, Brady. <laughs> Secondly, you're going to tell them, Karen Volpe loves when celebrities sing.
0: I do. I love it so much. So, specifically, we decided to pull something from Key and & Peel, and this is so cool. It's them scat singing, much like a rap war, and they're totally dissing each other, but it's all set in like cool, kind of scat, back room, <laughs> kind of jazz. It's awesome. <laughs> And they're dressed like old men with hats. How big are you? Free to suck it. Let's suck it and
5: suck it. It's sucking. It's sucking. It's sucking. It's sucking. Feel free to suck it. Feel free to suck it. Feel free to suck it. Scat <laughs> Battle. Oh my you can god. It put it's it in, in your mouth.
3: mouth.
0: Put it in your mouth. <laughs> it's so brilliant. Just go check it out. Scat Battle. Oh my god. Scat Battle. God. They're,
3: they look Somebody. like two old dudes would be playing chess and they're scat battling. And I was pulling clips today. Just go to YouTube, type in Keen Peel, and just go into the Vortex. Yeah. I mean, there's no bad sketches, I guess. I
0: just Isn't think it was so ironic because when I was looking up to see whose birthday it might be, I just love the fact that his yeah. birthday was yesterday. What yeah. a great week for this dude. Covered yeah, one movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, awesome.
2: All right, well, that wraps another Showcast. cast. Together with the Movie Guys, individually we are. Fire Fire movie. You know Follow us on Twitter at <laughs> TheMovieGuys, Facebook.com slash TheMovieGuys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, all that nonsense for daily jokes and links. Thanks to Brady Novak. Brady! Thank you, everyone. What a fun show. Where yeah. were awesome we? Uh, Following you, Brady. BradyNovak. dot
5: You BradyNovak.com.
2: Yeah, that's what do I do. Any I have. of the social nonsense?
5: I don't do. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram, but I don't know my thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Search I'm, Brady Novak. Yeah. You know what?
0: Brady's crazy. Uh, you look just like my friend Chris Weishard. He's real cool.
5: I don't. I know that's the one I don't get. Yeah, I don't heard that you're one. You're
0: probably going to get You actually movie. made a
5: reference what that the WRFA listeners might know. The, the about. people
0: in their town know Chris Wizard. You look just like him. It. I get crazy. Vincent
5: D'Onofrio. I get Vince oh, Vaughn. I get I Sounds mean. Like Tim Robbins. And <laughs> I get Chris. Sounds like,
2: yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks as always mm. to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show each and every week. And of course, we owe everything to Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. And if you thought Oscar Weekend was the end of awesome movies, it is in fact just the beginning. Next week, we'll be right here talking about Hugh Jackman in Logan.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I actually get to. I, come? I get come? to. Come
2: back. Come back. Come? Early reviews are good. <laughs> oh,
3: I can't wait get, I get to watch that. actually get to watch that. Oh, hey, can I start my top ten for next year? <laughs> Movie guys.